Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Ridge Community Church Podcast. My name is John. I'm one of the pastors on staff at the Ridge, and our vision is to bring the hope of Jesus into every home. So as a piece of that, our goal each week is to bring you something that's hopeful and helpful. So subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any hopeful and helpful conversations. Hey everyone, and thanks for listening to this episode of the Ridge Podcast. If you find today's episode hopeful and helpful, then please follow or subscribe and then rate and review so that more people can find this conversation. And if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to give us a follow and turn on your notifications so that you don't miss any conversations. Now we've just started one of my favorite things that we do at the Ridge. Uh, it's called Live Big. This is our annual season where we really try to put into practice Jesus' words that it really is better to give than to receive. And so over the next several weeks, we get hyper-focused on giving, serving, and loving our community. Now you can find out more about that at theridgecc.com slash livebig. But for today, I am joined by the person who leads the charge for Live Big, Kelly Egger. She shares her own personal story of participating in Live Big before leading it, what it has meant to her, and, and some of the amazing things that she has seen come from Live Big. This is my conversation with Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Thanks for coming on to the podcast. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. It's so exciting. We're entering into a super, super exciting season. Uh, we just did as we kicked off Live Big the, uh, last weekend. And I'm super curious. I mean, this has got to be a super unbelievably busy time for you in this role. Are you hanging in there? <laughs> Dude, I'm living on caffeine and adrenaline right now. Like, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that, that's amazing. Okay. Well, hey, that's that's our, if we were shooting a movie, that's our, like our, you know, intro scene that hooks you. And then it's like, but previously, you know, uh, it was yeah. chamomile tea. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So before all this, before I live big, before uh, your current role, you were you started coming to the ridge at some point right how did that start how did you start uh, coming to the ridge uh many moons ago my husband and i had a very young family i think my my son at the time who's now 13 was six months old oh wow yeah and so we were that young fresh couple who um for me personally was was new to uh following jesus i didn't even understand what that meant at the time mm. um but we knew we needed and wanted something more for our family mm. and so we were exploring and honestly this was the first church where our our tushies sat in a seat and we've been here ever since wow <laughs> <laughs> one and done <laughs> it was it, That's awesome. it was meant to be yeah so what were you when you so when you uh before you were ever offered a, a staff role what were you doing before that what did your life look like yeah. i was in corporate sales uh mm -hmm. working with uh c-suites on engagement uh employee engagement uh employee satisfaction and uh did that for 12 years and loved it uh, and I remember the day that I um, called my boss to let him know, hey, uh, <laughs> this is this is it for me. Mm -hmm. And I immediately was like, hey, boss, and tears started forming up uh, because I'm remote. I was a remote employee at the time. 
Uh, my boss was in Michigan. I'm in Wisconsin. And so it was the toughest phone call because I wasn't leaving as an unhappy employee. Um, I was leaving because there was this call and uh call from God. And I, it's the only thing that I could, the only way I can describe that, because that was probably the only way I was going to leave that job and unless they let me go, but that wasn't happening either. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So call from God, like what, what is that? Was that just a, like emotion? Was that like a, wow, I feel like, I feel like this is the right thing. Somebody's talking to you and you're like, they're like, Hey, we think this would be a great role for you. And you're like, no way, but wait a minute, you know? Oh, John, it was definitely several months of, I would say the journey happened even, even before an actual conversation started. Cause, um, at a, probably, I want to say a year and a half, the two years before I came on staff, um, I had been praying about leading a team and, um, I was an individual contributor at the time. And, um, the company that I worked for was starting to form these territory teams. And I was really hoping to, to get one of those, one of those positions. And, um, instead of giving me something that I wanted (laughs) thinking, Lord, I'd like to get paid to lead a team. (laughs) He, he inserted this, this, uh, a volunteer role at the Ridge leading the next steps team. Mm -hmm. And at the time I did not connect the dots, but I can totally see it now that God was, God's hand was in that. Um, Because like, yeah, I was like, I should have been more clear in my prayer. I wanted to get paid, (laughs) Um, but here I am. And uh, so that started to, like I said, that was probably two years before I came on staff. And then, as I was in that that volunteer role, leading the next steps team, and then coaching, um, I the executive pastor here started really pouring into me, um, and I found that I wanted to be here with this team more than I wanted to be doing the things that I was supposed to be doing every day, mm-hmm. and um, that's when I had the not. And it wasn't just a me decision. That's when my husband and I uh, sat with our, our lead pastor, Mark, and his wife, and we started exploring what does it look like to uh, work in ministry. And mm-hmm. at the time, there was no position for me here. It was really, do you see yourself um, serving the greater, uh, the kingdom? And it just, I kept saying no. <laughs> Like, no, I think I'm okay. I make pretty good money doing what I do. I'm all right serving in the position that I'm serving. And it was probably a good six months. Hmm. And then it was, I mean, even at the end, towards the end of that, it was, okay, I'm convinced, but I'm not sure my, my husband's convinced. Yeah. And so there was a lot of back and forth going on there. Um, because I wasn't going to make the switch without his um, blessing. Yeah. His, you know, it was a, it was a definitely a family decision. Yeah. And uh, so we were both definitely in prayer. Um, and live big twenty nineteen 
kicked off and that was my very first day on staff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the busiest, the busiest time of year for your role, right? Working with the partner organizations with all these nonprofits, all this really dreaming. Uh, and it's like you hit the ground running, right? Yeah. I was drinking from a hot fire hose. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So when you first, and maybe this is a kind of a, a fun question. Maybe it's not. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> your your first experience with Live Big, how do you feel like your understanding of what it was, uh, w- like, what do you think of it when you first started versus how do you feel like that understanding of what it means and what it is has kind of changed over time? And so let's go back to the bridge has always been a part of of our um history yeah and and so live big wasn't new to me as as an individual yeah actually that's interesting maybe start with what was it like as somebody who was just a like a, a church attender yeah so again um gosh thinking thinking back to when live big started i know this now <laughs> uh 2016 <laughs> Okay. Uh, and, and prior to that, there was bits and pieces of it, but it didn't really get branded live big until 2016. And I, and I remember, um, seeing it from the seats Yeah. and I remember the call to action. Um, and I remember really feeling the, the tug on my own heartstrings. Um, I'm naturally gifted as somebody who, who serves, Um, but when it comes to the finance piece, um, my husband and I have gone through many years of getting out of our own debt, putting ourselves into it and then getting ourselves out to it, out of it. And so we budgeted really, really stringently and just remembering and thinking, all right, God, what do you, what do you have for us? What do we need to do? And, and feeling stretched there, um, and so when we, we talk about Acts 2035 as part of Live Big, it's more blessed to give than to receive. Um, that giving piece for us was that finance piece. And mm-hmm. so um, I know we, we say where our money goes, our heart follows was definitely true for us. Hmm. How have you seen God work through like that? Um like decision to kind of be like, okay, we're going to give. How do you yeah. feel like? So funny story. <laughs> um, I think I was praying separately and, and was coming to this realization with God, like whatever number my husband and I come up with, I'm going to double it. <laughs> <laughs> and and I didn't say that to my husband at the time. I'm like, okay, God, whatever number he comes up with and says out loud, we are just automatically going to double that. And when I told my husband after he gave me the number, he, I think he hit the floor. He was like, there's no way. There's no way we can do this. And I said, we're just going to write the check and we're God will provide. And we did. <laughs> and then literally two weeks later, my my mother-in-law sent us this beautiful card with a check in the same amount for no reason 
um, <laughs> it was like, okay, if there is not a God of the universe that is listening and has a heart for teaching us lessons, this is it. Hmm. Wow. You know, we could be done with the podcast right there and just <laughs> drive on. <laughs> I how has it impacted the rest of your faith? Like now when you think about how, like, how does that change? How you think about, you know, giving, well, to... my husband will no longer let me double. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we are very prayer- prayerful. And I think that that's the difference between what we think we can do and what God can actually do. Right. Mm. And, um, it's a family decision. And so more recently, inviting our, our kids into that conversation, um, we have an eighth grader and a high schooler, and uh, we sit down and we, we talk family finances with them all the time. Yeah. And so part of that is um, even they, they give a 10%. And mm-hmm. so um, what, what is our gift this year as a family? Mm, I love that. Uh I love that, especially because it like gives them buy-in and say, and like they have that little bit of ownership that comes along with that, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So then, then you join, then you join staff yeah, and uh, you probably get a whole different view of what live big is. Uh, not Ooh, necessarily definitely. from like a heart perspective. I don't, I don't think, but maybe, uh, but also just from like a, okay, now it rests on your shoulders. Well, not really. I think that the, the, the first two years, um, I was just observing and watching the hot dog being made. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like that you picked a hot dog because uh, you don't want to know what goes into that. So Yeah, right? Like you're kind of like, it's a hot dog. Um, and I'll even admit, I probably took advantage of the fact that there were people on staff who had been doing this for a while and I just let them lead. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is the first year where I'm really uh, being asked to lead at a, at a at the level that I should have been leading probably even last year. Mm -hmm. Um, Really understanding the ins and outs. What, why are we doing this? What are the stories? Where's the heartbeat? All of the questions. And um, what I've learned is this conversation needs to start January of 2024 for next year. <laughs> um, because really we do, we, we live big 365 days a year. Mm. So although this is one month where we highlight it, you know, what are the stories being told in February? Because this is truly the heartbeat. I believe that this is the heartbeat of this church. We we're a community church. We have a heartbeat for people. Um, and, and what a way to, to be outside of these walls and serve, um, those that are, that need it, that need hope, that need a little break, um, and just maybe need a smile. Hmm. Okay. So what is it? I mean, somebody it's like, as a person leading it, you know, like part of the responsibility, right. Is having, you know, the true heartbeat of it, the, the full belief in what you're doing and why you're doing it. And, and, uh, not just kind of knowing the answer to that question. Cause I think that's the easy thing, right? You know, Oh yeah, well, we know the answer. Jesus says it's good to give. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what has made it something that is more than just like head knowledge of the right answer to something that like you truly believe and is like in your heart? Good question. And this is probably very personal yeah. for every person that comes through these doors and, and maybe hears live big for the first time. Um, for me, like I said, it was God naturally gifted me to, to help those, um, in need that injustice, uh, this, this dates back all the way to college when I actually started a community service sorority. (laughs) And so, um, I definitely know it was part of my DNA, but what I didn't know is how God weaved all of that together. Mm -hmm. Um, and how he uses us to support those um, and then tell the stories mm-hmm. of those that maybe don't feel like they have a voice, mm-hmm. but they're, they're so impactful um, because I don't want to put the, how do I put this? It's not the church's glory. Mm-hmm. It's not my glory. It's God's glory. And he should be the center of live big. And he is. Don't get me wrong. He is the center of live big. He is why we do what we do. Um, But I think that that was the piece for me that really had to come along as somebody sitting in a seat, somebody serving, somebody coming up with some big, crazy ideas of Winter Wonderfest. (laughs) What does it look like to serve? 1500 kids in our building on one day and then getting Humpty Dumpty back together again for Sunday morning. Um, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. And so, uh, God was a part of all of that. Hmm. Did so I answer the question? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I think, yeah, I think so. Okay. I, you know, God didn't create us all the same. So, your natural gifts and abilities are different than my natural gifts and abilities. And, um, you know, I, even on my winter Wonderfest team, uh, we have people with different giftings and I will be the first to be honest. I was not gifted in details, but God brought Hillary this year who was like, Hey, I served on the registration team last year and it was a hot mess. <laughs> Here are my suggestions. And I was like, yes, girlfriend. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's there's Mindy, who is my super cool chick. And she's like, you know, last year we used this room for cookies, but I kind of envisioned something different. And I was like, well, tell me more. Like, mm-hmm. let's, let's work this out. And so uh, it's been fun to work alongside of people and use their natural gifting to uh, this is probably the wrong terminology. Be a puppet master, <laughs> like putting it all together. Um, Leader. Some might say. Thank you. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, the we, coffee kicking in, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a cup today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so you've mentioned stories a few times. Are there mm-hmm. any that you're like, every chance I get, I love to tell the story? 
or something like that. Would I be giving away too much if I shared stories that we're going to be sharing this live big? Like, I mean, that's maybe that's a, that's a teaser, right? Check out the upcoming <laughs> weeks where we're going to share some, uh, some really cool stories. We um, are going to be sharing some really cool stories, but one that I, um, I shared in the staff meeting was of a, a lady who came to winter Wonderfest for the first time, uh, last year. And that, I mean, her whole in, in the, the story that she shared with me, she was like, I came for the, my kids to have some fun and the free gift. Um, which was fine. If that's, if that's what you came for. And then fast forward a couple months later, her apartment building that she was living in, um, it, it burnt down. And so, um, the American Red Cross, we were working with the American Red Cross. And so she came here and we, we supported her and her family. And she, in, in my conversation with her, she just kept saying, things just kept pulling me back to this place. Well, we know that that's God. <laughs> we know uh, where that came from. But uh, for her to see that light bulb moment for her to do to go through was, yeah. was pretty cool because she's like, well, then I gave, I, I just kind of was curious as to what a service was going to look like. And she's like, my kids loved it. I loved it. Um, but it was more about what I was learning and how I could um, work through some of the brokenness that she was dealing with. Um, and it's an ongoing process. She says it's still a struggle, um, but I don't know if I'd be in this place now if it wasn't for me coming to Winter Wonderfest a whole year ago, mm. um, which that's, you know, that's the hope. Yeah, where it moves beyond just this this moment where you can serve someone, which, I mean, great that that happens. I think meeting a need, that's a very practical example of Jesus did, right? Where he meets a need, but he also offers more, you yeah. know? And, yeah, she uh, said that this was just a building she drove past every day until it was more than a building. Hmm. And that, I love that. Like, hmm. it became much more... Um, and the people inside it um, were there to support and and help. Um, and I hope someday that that this story becomes full circle, where she is the person providing the support and the help. That's my wish. That's my hope. That's my prayer. Um, because that's that is really where we see God show up. We can use our own story to help somebody else. Well, I love, and that's part of, I think, one of the things that I love about, especially Live Big this year, is how hyper-focused we are on local. Mm -hmm. And like, there's the, the cool, really cool side of that, I think, is seeing that intense investment in the people that you're nearby and seeing that come back around and being able to see that. Because I think that when you start to see those stories, they're just little glimpses of God showing you, wow, you know, this, this is what I can do when you let me use you. This is what, this is what I can do when you let, um, when you're 
I mean, to use a kind of a church phrase, my hands and feet, you know what I mean? Like when you, when you serve other people, like I'm asking you to do, it changes the community. Yeah. And I'm going to go back to the, one of the earlier questions you had, I think early and live big. Um, I felt like God had my back and he was there and he, Jesus was my cheerleader. He was behind me. And he was like, <laughs> he was the, he was the hype man behind me. He's like, you yeah. got, tell you got, and now I'm, I'm like, you know what? No, I got your back. Mm. How can I make, how can I be your hype man? And, uh, and that's, this is, I'm here. This is where I'm at right now. What, what switch has to happen for that to be the case? Cause I think that's a beautiful picture of, understanding really this idea of like, yes, God supports us. And then when we get to a place where we want other people to experience that, that's where we start to like point towards him. I think it's like when we really have experienced the hope of Jesus, we're like, Ooh, I've experienced it so much. Now I'm like, okay, okay. I want other people to have this. Um, yeah. So what do you think? How do how did you make that switch or like, what was it that let you have that switch or, what do you think would be helpful for somebody being like, well, I'm definitely in this camp over here. Uh, how do I get over there? Yeah. Hmm. I realize it's a hard question because I feel like that's like, there's there's an I element like that's different for every person. Answer, like, hey, I, I realize that I'm an extrovert that sometimes loves attention. <laughs> <laughs> You're preaching to the choir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love the, the attention and the recognition and, um, the pat on the back felt great. Mm. Um, but I, I mean, I always knew that handing those checks over to the organizations that we partner with and that they can do so much with that in supporting Mm. the community needs. Um, but it was almost an Oprah moment for me. (laughs) (laughs) and versus an Oprah moment for God. And now it's like, I don't need to be the center of that stage. Um, Man, how do I get somebody else Mm. to be the center of that stage? So I'm trying to lift up some leaders. Um, Mm. This year, I'm actually not leading Winter Wonderfest. I've got Dale, Dale doing it. And uh, my conversation with him at our last meeting was all right buddy are you do you how comfortable are you feeling getting up in front of a couple hundred people and walking them through this process and he's like i think i got this and i was like let's roll mm, <laughs> and um, and you know how do i raise up more of that mm. and you can actually uh you can you can see a Dale's uh, serving story from last year where he talks about his first experience there and how it impacted him on our uh, live big website, which we can throw in the, um, the show notes. Last year he shadowed me as the leader. And I thought for sure this guy at the end of the day is going to be like deuces. I'm out because it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, But no, he's, he's sticking with it and he's, um, I'm serving alongside him to help him make sure that he feels comfortable. But, um, man, next year, I hope I don't, you know, 
more hands off and more hands off and that this team is just going to rock without me. And it's, that's, and then as he's raising up leaders, (laughs) raising up puppet masters. Um, I believe. Hey, whatever. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So I think, uh, all right. So we've heard a lot of you like a heart behind it and the why. Maybe you could share some just like really practical things that somebody could do. Uh, you know, maybe you heard it in service. Maybe you're, this is your first time hearing about Live Big. How can somebody, what was what your hope that somebody would do after hearing you talk about it? Yeah. Uh, first thing first is whatever number God puts on your heart, double it. (laughs) Um, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, There's something holy about doubling it, right? Yeah. But giving financially is obviously a piece of that. Uh, There's some sacrifice. There's a sacrifice there of maybe giving up uh, a couple Starbucks trips or a Target trip. Man, what's the saying? You walk into a Target for toilet paper and you walk out $200 broke. Um, (laughs) I'm not familiar with that saying, but I believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So obviously there's, there's giving sacrifice, giving financially. um, But some, and, and serving winter Wonderfest. I mean, we've got, we've got over 800 serving opportunities happening Mm. uh, on that specific day, but even leading up, to live big we've got groups and teams coming in to do the various projects um but it's more than the projects we always say you know people over people over tasks people over those projects so how are we building relationships because these are these could be new people to the ridge who again like my own story didn't really know jesus and um his heart for people. So just being able to have conversations as people are coming into service is, is so big just to get to know their own stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that on our live big page, um, all of our partners have opportunities to serve them. So it's easy to come to our building cause it's probably within five to 10 minutes of where you live. Um, or a four hour plane flight, but you know, hey. whatever. <laughs> We'll, we'll get you to move sooner or later. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it can be much more uh, of a challenge to go to a city on a hill that's 15 minutes away or, an, uh, you know, a care net that's, or a Hope Street that's not in the nicest zip code. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never felt uncomfortable there, but I also don't have that fear filter that some people have. Cause I'm just kind of a, we'll jump now. Think later. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think there is something about, uh, you know, something about live big where it's this easy rep, you know, it's this easy opportunity to like hyper-focus lots of conversations about the idea of serving. Mm-hmm. I think I would just encourage anybody that, uh, yes, you can definitely definitely use it as that opportunity, that easy on ramp, but also like really pray as you're going into that opportunity. Um, one, maybe there's somebody that you can invite to serve with you and do something definitely. with you. You know, perfect example. Yeah, yeah. 
You um, might be further along in your faith journey, but you've been praying for the family next door. Yeah. What an easy way to, to bring that family in and, and serve the community. Yeah. And especially because I think, once again, mentality is so important, right? It's like, hey, why, why do you want that person to serve with you? Well, I want them to serve with me because I know that when I serve, it's so life-giving. And I want that experience for somebody else. It's a very different mindset than being like, well, I was I was supposed to. I, I heard John talk about it on the podcast, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll invite my friend to come with me, you know? Uh, but it's like, what do you hope for the people around you? What do you wish they experience? And use yeah. that as, as a filter and a motivator to embrace these things. A lot of times it's just break my heart for what breaks yours, open my eyes to what I'm not seeing, and... We always got to be careful for what we pray for, because when we do, God, God's going to open that up. Hmm. Um, okay. How about this? Last question for you, because uh, I know that the fact that you even carved this time out, huge, huge blessing for all of us. Uh, what is your prayer going into this live big time? Like, what do you like? What are you praying that God will do? I always feel like I think I'm thinking big and then God laughs at me. <laughs> He's like bigger than that. Um, and every year beyond that giving component, cause it's great to, to be able to support these organizations. It is. I love that we're, we see a need. We're serving these organizations who are amazing at what they do. Um, but I really, what the last couple of years with Winter Wonder Fest, the families that have been coming into the, into our building, I want them to, and here's the prayer, um, that this place isn't scary, that the people that are serving it are just like them. Um, I mean, maybe you can't tell, but I've got, today I've got orange hair, who knows what, you know, I'm, I'm just as broken and just as messy. Um, and that we have a heart to have a conversation. Mm. It's not, you know, come get our coffee and drink or eat our donuts and then leave. It's stick around. Who are you? Mm. How do we get to know you? Um, because that's where I think Jesus was at his, at his best building relationships and having conversations with people. And uh, that's my prayer is that the 1,500 kids and the 700 families that come through these doors, that a fraction of them come back to because there's this seed of curiosity of what what is this place and why is it special. That's so good. Kelly, thank you so much for, for sharing and spending some time talking about this and, and really sharing your heart on something that's, I think, so powerful and is going to mm-hmm. move and do some awesome things in our community. So thank you. Well, that was my conversation with Kelly, and I hope you feel inspired to check out our Live Big website and see all the different ways you can get involved this year. So head over to theridgecc.com slash livebig or check out our show notes to head over there. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Ridge Podcast. Make sure to follow and subscribe so that you don't miss any hopeful and helpful conversations.